and we are live. Welcome everyone to episode four of the Ludicrous Report, better known as TLR. Another great Tuesday here. And with me today, as always, the Diva Incarnate, she is Isa. How are you? And uh, I'm doing happy good. Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you as well. How are you? I am good. I am good. I'm coming off a long night at Monday Night Raw last night. Uh, and yep. I'm a little tired today, but we're getting through it. And now it's that time of day where we get to talk about our guilty pleasures. <laughs> celebrity I, I'm news, really celebrity for stuff. Pop like, culture is, is pop my culture. thing, yes. Yeah. And there's so many things I, I want to talk about. And the first one I want to start off with um, is kind of a big one. And I think that it's a good conversation, a good topic to discuss. Uh, and that is Kanye West. Period. Don't kidding. Uh, Kanye West uh, coming out and just saying all these crazy things. And the latest thing he did was he attacked Lizzo and her weight. Um what do you think about first off Kanye going off on these rants, but attacking someone for their weight? Uh, what is going on with this dude? I don't know. I don't know the rants, the Instagram posts. I wake up and for some reason he's always on top of my Instagram feed. I'm like, what did he do now? Posting text messages and this and that. Um, I was just watching a YouTube video yesterday also about a a very known comedian that went after Lizzo because of her weight. And I'm like, listen, I, I, I feel like what does that have to do with anything? Like, why are we coming for her, for her weight? Like, I thought we were past those body shaming days, you know, and, and we're supposed to be body positivity. And even if you are the kind of person that feels like, oh, people should live a healthier lifestyle, that's the person's choice, right? Exactly. Like I always say, um, if you're if you're eating, you know, junk food, you know what's gonna happen to you. We're all adults. If you're smoking cigarettes, you know what's gonna happen to you. So I feel like that's also the person's choice of of how they live. And I actually even I know I'm gonna sound crazy right now, but a lot of times Kanye goes on some rants that I'm like, I don't even know what he's talking about. I, I like, I enjoy his music. I don't even know if I can call myself a fan anymore. I enjoy <laughs> his music. Yeah. I've been to a couple of his concerts and I think performance wise, if you ever seen his concerts live, he is up there. That's what I used to call him a genius. It was like the way he's putting these concerts. It was like, I, I think I went to see the Jesus concert in four different venues. Like that's how much I enjoyed wow. that experience. But Kanye, the person, <laughs> It's like, a, it, it, I don't know, he goes on some rants and sometimes I'm like, okay, he's got a valid point there. Like I remember he was going on those Nike rants. Remember when he walked away from yeah. Nike to go to Adidas and, and I was like, okay, he's now making sense Adidas. here. <laughs> yeah. Now, now he's going with Adidas. Adidas should have known better. Right. But the little one, I feel like that's low, even for him, you know, yeah. like, I'm like, why, why are we doing this? Like, it feels like. The, the comedian, I wish I could remember the name of who I'm telling you about, but he was asked in this show, like, did he enjoy Lizzo's music? And he started talking about her weight. And I'm yeah. like, you were never asked about this. Like, I feel like everybody comes at her because of that. And I feel like even if you if you're all the belief that people should live a healthier lifestyle, people also yeah. make those choices and have to live with those choices for themselves. I think Lizzo is doing a lot for for people that 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 are you know that 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 are body positive that want to embrace yeah. that some people gain weight or lose weight 
due to health issues, situations that they can't even help. You know what I mean? So it's just like, let, let people live their own lives. I, I don't care what anybody else does. I care about my choices and what I, exactly. you know, what I control. I don't care yeah. what you do or, or Lizzo does. <laughs> That's how it should be. I, I feel like, and there, I don't think that Kanye has been the first one to come out, like you said, like to go and talk about, you know, specifically Lizzo and her weight. Like it's I always her. It's always it's her, always and I think her. because she is in the spotlight a lot of the time because she's a big she's a she's a big superstar right now. Like she's she's very mm -hmm. uh, mainstream and, and very very like top pop culture right now. Um, you know, she talks about a lot, and I've seen a few documentaries on her, and I and I've seen uh, she has like a show that that talks about that. She is very body but a uh, body positive, and she tries to yep. like like influence people and let them know that, you know, whatever shape and size that they are, that's okay. Um, and then people come at her and say, well, you're, you're influencing people to have an unhealthy lifestyle or you're, uh, you're spreading the wrong message. And like, who are you to decide that for anybody? One of the very first people I, I, I remember this controversy that came for her was Jillian Michaels. You remember her? She yeah. was a trainer for the biggest loser. Yeah. I remember she had like a lot of controversy talking about how she was going to get diabetes and heart disease and this and that. And, and I get it, right? You're a personal trainer, which come on, the, <laughs> the biggest loser was also known for very, very weird what? ways that they made these people lose weight. None of them could lose the weight. I don't know if you ever gone back and look at where these people ended up. Like the, the name of the, of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, no, the majority of the winners gain all of their weight back because the the, yeah. the 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 measurements that they were taken to get these people to lose their weight was impossible to keep up with in the real world. You know, nobody has 12 hours a day to work out and somebody counting calories for you. And, you know, so yeah. regardless, she came for her. And I remember that being the first time that, that that happened. But now it just seems to be like every week is somebody different. And I'm just like, I just feel like I thought that Sometimes I read some of these news and I'm like, I thought we were past that, the body shaming, whether it's somebody that's bigger on the bigger side or on the smaller side, too, because I see a lot of that's on TikTok. Don't get me started on that. Yeah. A lot of a lot of TikTok uh, people also uh, that are, you know, body positive, but also body shame people that are on the smaller side. And I'm like, no, it needs to work the same way for everybody. Be whatever shape, like you said, that Lizzo says, be whatever shape or size that you are and be happy with it. Yeah, and I think the debate comes into play that like Kanye and all these other people that are going after Lizzo, is it it's one of two reasons. One, they're just they're concerned people, they don't want to spread the wrong message in their eyes, or they're going for her because she is like the top of the top right now. She is everywhere, her music is trending worldwide, she's number one, she's performing everywhere, she is a top choice for people's you know music choices uh so it's kind of like do we go like to stay relevant do we go at the names at the top kind of like a logan paul type approach yeah like is that what they're yeah. doing or is it they're generally concerned that she's spreading a wrong the wrong message and, la, 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 and it's like do you think it, it could have something to do with the fact that the 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 face of you know, of the industry at the moment has never looked like Lizzo. And that's something that maybe people are intimidated or not used to. You know what I mean? Like, it's that. like you always so used to having a certain kind of 
of person, right? I, I recently saw, and I, again, I wish I could, I need to start writing down these things that I see that we discuss because I watch a lot of pop culture news and stuff. Yeah. And there was a rapper, uh, that, a female rapper that got a lot of shame because people were like telling her that she needed to get plastic surgery to look like, you know, your Cardi B's or your Nicki Minaj. And she was like, I want to stay the way that I am. And people were shaming her for that. And it's just like, I personally wonder if it's just the fact that people are just looking different than what we're used to. And maybe that's intimidating or maybe they just feel a certain kind of way about it. Lizzo is 34 years old and <laughs> you're old enough to know your choices that you make for yourself. And if you're happy with that, I celebrate you because you know, why, why not? Like, I don't want yeah. anybody to be coming for my lifestyle or for how many calories I consume or what I should look like. Is yeah. you, We lived in that kind of society for way too long. Like it, it just feels free, freeing to just not have to worry about that. But people are still, you know, and, and we, we, I mean, look at us. We, we, we cover wrestling on the side outside of this. And you know, <laughs> exactly. the debate of what a wrestler is supposed to look like. And sometimes the wrestlers that we like don't look the standard to what Vince liked, right? For example, yeah. like, I feel like this is something that goes on in every industry. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like, uh, Lizzo is the top of the industry right now. And I just think that she's an easy target for a lot of people to go at. And plus like, like everybody else, I think she goes to the doctor. I think she goes to get checkups. So like if she was unhealthy, I'm pretty sure she would make changes. You know what I mean? Like, right. So like, I don't even, and, and the biggest thing is, is like, who's busy? Right, the, like, the money that this woman should have right now, even if, yeah. if there's any kind of health concern, she can take care of it. <laughs> exactly. I don't think she's like, oh, I'm not going to the doctor. Like, I can't afford it or I can't, I, I don't want to, you know, like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> I'm sure she's well aware of everything going on in her body. And, and, you know, if there was changes to be made, she would most likely change them, I would assume. But, but coming from Kanye, who's was married to somebody who said uh, who is part of a family that sets up such an impossible beauty yep. standard for for young people like maybe that's what he's used to because like even even with the plastic surgery enhancements that sorry about my dog <laughs> that the, the the kardashians get a lot of a lot of their photos are docked their photoshop is being proven like what these women are putting out there is nowhere near like, it's unachievable Unless you have a, a good photo editor and, and a good plastic surgeon. So it's like when you come from that kind of being surrounded by that, I would assume that yeah. maybe you get in that mentality that there's only a certain thing yes. that is accepted at this point. And I think the same thing happens to like models who are, who are like extremely skinny and, and, and people, you know, this it goes both ways or people will shame people for being too skinny. You know, did you ever watch the documentary about what the Victoria's Secret models were putting? I think it's on Hulu, on Hulu. the Victoria's I Secret models and what they were doing it. before the like the big Victoria's Secret fashion show, like how yeah. these women will start themselves, like they will like survive on coffee and laxatives for like two weeks, even though <laughs> on a normal day, these women are more beautiful than anything you ever seen. They felt like they weren't women and they were like, right. They felt like they weren't good enough for for yeah. that moment. And 
again, that's also as a woman, you're very vulnerable. You're walking around in nothing but undies, like, right? Yeah. Like at least in, in certain fashion shows, you have a full gown on or this and that. You're exposing your whole body. So I can see why they would want to look perfect. Yep. But it was crazy what they were putting themselves to and, 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 and still putting themselves through a lot of them. I, I feel happy that the, that the standard in that is also changing. But it's weird because yeah. I remember just worshiping the supermodels back in the 90s, you know, like George Michael music video with all the supermodels. <laughs> That's still one of my favorites to this day. <laughs> oh, my God. Throwback. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, but come on. Like, they were legends. Like supermodels were almost as big as celebrities as actors and actresses were back then. Yeah. And today, like the lines are so blurred because like you have people like the Kardashians who are technically like considered models but also technically considered actresses i i guess like because of their show and like reality stars so it's kind of like mm -hmm. the lines are so blurred between like super like, like like who is a supermodel today that you can like name right off the bat just like like the the previous generations Oof, adriana lima um and the girls the uh, what are their names? The Hadid girls, the sisters. Yeah, Bella. But did you ever uh, watch their reality show? Oh my god, where the mom is like, eat an almond, don't eat anything else. Yep, insane. <laughs> and I'm like, like you're telling your daughter to eat an almond, and then like, I think there was like an episode where uh, the oldest one, Gigi, is like having a birthday celebration, and then the mom is like, as they're at their birthday dinner, the mom is like, right after this, you go back on your diet, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, imagine. <laughs> Yeah, but that's, you know, that's, imagine, like, there's that pressure already, like, and I feel like, I think, I think you can understand, I'm sure there's a certain standard that some men feel like they need to live up with, but yeah. it's a lot harder for females, and, and with the, what they put on social media, you have websites out there, like Instagram Reality, and, and there's other pages trying to make sure that people yeah. know that what the young generation is seeing out there is not there, but it's, it's crazy, it's crazy the standards that we you know, that we try to follow and it's a lot harder for women. So to find somebody that's just happy, just the way they are, is very inspiring. And for that person to become a target yep. just makes you think like, see, you can't, you can't walk around and be happy with who you are because everybody's going to judge you. And that, that sucks. Like, why can't somebody like Kanye come out and say, that's awesome that she accepts herself just the way she is. Exactly. Because like I told you, even if she's making unhealthy choices, that's also her choice. Her personal yeah. choice, her personal life. And speaking of the Kardashians and, and all these kind of topics that we're discussing here, kind of leads me into the next. I feel like we, I'm, I'm going to start a tally. We need to start a tally every week. There's got to be a Kardashian news. Oh, man. We, uh, we do cover pop culture. Yeah. And, and this next thing we're going to bring up right now includes the Kardashians uh, again. Yep. Um, and it's titled, uh, How Do Famous Kids Keep Up With Trends? And uh, it says, hold on, let me ask their stylists. So already I'm like, all right, this is going to be some great stuff. So let me read you the first couple lines of this article because this to me was mind boggling. Um, so it says, like their famous parents, the Kardashian kids have lately been setting trends. Stormy Webster, the four-year-old daughter of uh, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, uh, pra were praised by like all these sites for wearing stylish bags. She was wearing a four thousand dollar like Gucci bag. <laughs> Goals. 
<laughs> at four years old. And it just talks about all these different celebrities who have stylists for their kids. And it's not necessarily like a, just like a regular topic. I kind of want to debate about it because I think it's like a topic to kind of go in depth about like, should these celebrity kids at such a young age have stylists? I mean, doesn't that affect their confidence? Doesn't that affect their, their minds in a sense where like things like, you know, what if Stormy Webster likes the color blue and the stylist says, you know what? Blue is not a good color to wear. You shouldn't wear blue. So now she knows in her head growing up, she can't wear blue. Like it's training these kids. I I feel very 50-50 about this. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like if I had children and, and, and an endless amount of money, I would probably do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, at the same time, with the Kardashians, there's an image that they like to keep up with. Like, these women even think about what their Instagram feed looks like, right? Like, like everything that they do is a marketing plot, including what their kids look like when they go out. And now I don't know about Stormy, right? But when I think about like Kim's and Kanye's kids, Kanye being, whether people want to admit it or not, he's a big figure in the fashion industry. He has his own line of pretty much everything. So I would assume that because as far as we know, he was styling Kim. He was styling even his he own was. wife when they were married. So I would assume that he would want some kind of standard for, for these kids. I think I think North North is a fashion icon already. So is uh, I agree. Blue Ivy, Beyonce, yeah. Beyonce and Jay Z's daughter. Oh, yeah. She's a legend already, right? So, yeah. I I like the idea of kids having also younger, like more of a more of trends. Not like I want a Gucci bag, but like yeah. something like what should I be dressing like at eight, at nine? You know what I mean? Because I am I'm, I'm very big on presentation. Yeah. So I'm probably one of those people that will probably do it if I could afford it. But at the yeah. same time, I don't know if you saw this, but there was a news report about uh, 50 Cent and his son. Did you see that one? I didn't. So 50 Cent went on an interview and said that he doesn't love his son anymore. <laughs> And they've been beefing back and forward. Uh, but uh, 50 Cent's son said that the $6,700 that he receives every month is not enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it makes you wonder if you put them to this, is that the standards that they're going to have when they grow up, that they don't have to do anything and your parents have to take care of you? And $6,700 a month is more than a lot of your average mm -hmm. American makes. And this kid, and that's not all he gets. That's what he gets. His yeah. mom also saves a portion of it, right? And now you got this kid saying that it's not enough. So it just yeah. makes me wonder if you treat them this way from such a young age, is that what you're raising, or are you teaching them how how blessed and 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 what they yeah. have, how lucky they are, and teaching them to to appreciate that? That's the difference. Yeah. It's how you raise them. But yeah, I want I want my kids to be stylish. I don't leave the house without looking a certain kind of way. That's of just me. So. If I had kids, I'd probably be that way too, honestly. <laughs> no, if I was in their position, I probably would too. Uh, not for everything, but you know, I would, I would, it's a sense of like teaching them, like, you know, like if, if, if they're in specific industries, teaching them about the industry and that there is an image to uphold and different things like that. Um, I wouldn't necessarily force them. Like I would, I would kind of collab with the kids in a sense. 
I was gonna say you can have a stylist that's listening to what the yeah. kid wants, what the kid likes, and kind of works from there instead of exactly. forcing a certain kind of. I, I also yeah. feel like they will be very criticized and judged if they go out there looking like a million bucks and their kids are dressed in yeah anything because you're letting your kid dress themselves like like most normal human beings do because we think it's cute but these celebrities get judged for everything that they do right so maybe at home you're letting these kids like pick out the the random shirt with the random <laughs> pants right but when you go out in public i feel yeah. like the, these people are going to be judged no matter what so they might as well make sure that that image of perfection is out there no i i, I tend to agree like with that like it's it's i i would i don't know I, I feel like I'm 50-50 with it, but I, I, if I was in that position, I would like have a stylist, you know, for them. And, and even, and even so, like, for example, if I have a kid and we're like in the position of the Kardashians and my kid has a stylist and we go out, maybe you get like great, like publicity from that. Like, you know, so I just talk, you know, discussing like the, the bad publicity that can come with it too like the good publicity that can come from it where they can start getting uh, brand deals or, or different jobs from that having, you know, a stylist so young. So I guess there's different positive, like, like positives and flaws with that, but it's kind of one of those debates to where it's, it's kind of, uh, kind of up in the air for me. Yeah. It's, 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 I, I, I see it both ways. Yeah. And for everybody listening and, and watching right now uh, in the chat, let us know what you would decide for your for your children if you were in the position of le of a Kardashian type character. And uh, if you have a stylist for your kids, would you prefer not to? Uh, let us know in the chat. I'll tell you what I'll decide for my children to pick him up so he stops barking while I try to do a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I you don't even see it, but my my uh my I call them faminals, the fan the, the fan, animal family sitting right next to me, just being very quiet right now. Sitting, yeah, it's sitting impossible. Here. I I don't think he's used to me uh doing this during the day. I think my Tuesday one still throws him off because yeah. I took him for a walk before uh before I started getting ready, trying to tire him out so maybe yeah. he'll nap. You know what we did this because at night. No, I'm lying. He does it at night, too. He's Look at very... his face, though. He is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> right? How can you be mad at him? You can't. Look at him. He's like, Mom, Mom, I know like you're working, but like play with me. Yeah, literally. Listen, he's, he's the big dog. Good. You have to acknowledge him. Yeah, I should have named him something different. <laughs> <laughs> he's begging for that acknowledgement. But yeah, I, I, I don't mind styling kids. I don't. I think. And now, with the influencer culture... Yeah. People can become an influencer and these kids can start making money at any age. Like to me, that that's crazy too, how much times have changed, right? So why it's not? Insane. It's it's completely insane. But what I do like about it is that the requirements are very like the requirements are gone. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to be a specific size or shape. And kind of going back to Lizzo stuff, like there is no requirement for really anything anymore. Like I go, I go into Target and I see uh I don't know why I don't think the men have it, but I've saw it, I've seen it in the women's section where there's like a plus size section and they have yeah. mannequins that are plus size. And I think I'm like, that is so cool. Like yeah. to see that change in culture. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's pretty cool to see. And it's just 
There's no requirement. Yeah, and just seeing it, just seeing it in movies, seeing it in TV yep. shows, just like all kinds of different representations. And I, I don't know, it, a lot has changed and I, and I have a lot of appreciation for that. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. I, I think there's obviously a good side and a bad side to everything. You yeah. know, like uh, you're watching, I, I can't even remember the, uh, those TikTok girls, the super famous ones, the ones with the most followers. What are their names? Uh, Charlie D'Amelio. Yes, the D'Amelios. Uh, like, they, yeah. I, I think they had like a show on Netflix or something and their lives is so stressful for 16 year olds. Like it's insane to me what they go through, the content that they had to put out there to keep up with their image yep. and all because you started doing a couple of dances on TikTok, you know? So it, it's crazy too, but I, I think it's awesome that there's not a specific, like you need to be, you know, five, 10, a hundred pounds and, and by 24, your career's dead because they consider you too old like that. Exactly. That's out the window nowadays. Anybody can do it if you have the dedication and, and, and you work hard yeah and this uh this next topic uh it's it's also another debate and i think it's one that you you're gonna like too uh are celebrity skincare lines actually any good and it kind of goes on to talk about how you know Haley bieber kim kardashian gwyneth paltrow travis barker they all have their own type of Skin care line, or whatever, I, can keep whatever you I can keep naming a bunch of them. J Lo, there's so many of them, so yeah. many of them, and so many of them like they they go after different like target markets and and because of their pricing. Like for example, uh, Haley Bieber's is like between like sixteen to twenty nine dollars, and then Kim Kardashian's is between thirty seven to like a hundred. So Not like that good. I, I've never personally tried any of those. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't look at the celebrities and like, wow, I want to buy all their products. I'm just not one of those people. Same, like, same. I, what works for me works for me. And like, if it, if, like, if it works, I'll use it. You know what I mean? But right. just because it's a celebrity that I like, doesn't mean I'm going to go buy their product. And I've seen this debate so many times because a lot of these products are the exact same thing. Just, yeah. Different like different marketing and different prices. What do you? Yeah, think? don't even get me started with Kylie Skin, who put that that scrub that like breaks your skin up. Like yeah. there's so many. Like I see somebody like I'm gonna give you an example, like a Jennifer Lopez, right? Like she puts out this this skin line, and it's just like first of all, your entire career, you 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 pretty much brag about the money that you have and, and, and all of these things. So do you really think that I'm going to believe that Jennifer Lopez, the way that she looks at her age, uses a $20 cream to take care of her skin? No. And um, as a female, I take skincare very seriously, especially once you hit a certain age, you really have to take care of yourself. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to have to Botox your <laughs> shit out of your face. But anyway, so the way that I see it is like, if you are a celebrity making a skincare line and you already have it up to the prices of what I'm paying for very good products, because that is something that, like I said, I don't budge on that. I will pay yeah. money if it works, right? And if it yeah. does what I do, it's like, uh, why am I going to pay $50 for this Kim Kardashian cream that barely anybody has tried or anything when I can go and get my Chanel, my Dior, my, my the kind of stuff that I really, really like? 
So I, I, and, and there's too many of them coming out with it too. That at some point, I don't, I, I feel like they're just sticking a name on on a product that they don't yeah. even use themselves. And that's the thing, right? When they come up with like clothing or or makeup, that's different. You feel yeah. like they can not even clothing because a lot of these celebrities are wearing designer clothes, and you you know it, right? Yeah. But like makeup, Kylie with her makeup, I, I personally think that she uses some of it, not all of it, yeah. but I do think she uses some of it. But when it comes to skincare, I just feel like I just I just don't see these celebrities using a, yeah. a cheaper brand skincare. And then if you're going to make it expensive, then you might as well stick with the brands that you know that have been doing this for decades. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm seeing like a spike now. Like I'm in a position now where I'm starting to take skincare more seriously because i'm starting mm -hmm. to see differences i'm like oh like i'm yeah i'm about to hit 30 and i'm like i'm seeing things i don't like you know so i've been looking like over the last little while like into different skincare routines and changing what i'm doing and it's really different than what it used to be because i'm seeing a lot more like artists actors like men in general Taking oh, I love this new culture of men taking care of themselves. I'm exactly. here for it every day. And mm -hmm. seeing like Travis Barker come out with a with a line or, or whoever else. I don't even know who else. Um, the article here says Travis Barker, but like a lot of like known men are doing this as well. I think it's a great idea, but I mean, how do you tell like what is a good product? You know, like I, I actually, I rely a lot on, I know this is going to sound weird, but I rely a lot on YouTuber uh, reviews. I, yeah. I do. And not, and not I your typical first. YouTubers. Yeah. I, I just like, for example, I recently, you bring this up. I recently watched um, this girl that I adore on YouTube, Hope Scope, and she bought the entire Kardashian, Kim Kardashian skincare line. And she tested yeah. every product and she just told you exactly what she thought. She told you, I think this is worth it. I think this is not worth it. Um, there's a reason why a lot of these uh, big makeup companies have this PR list and you look at their PR list and it's a lot of YouTubers because they do know that the common, the common consumer wants to go and find somebody that I can trust testing yep. these products. And that's who I'm going to go and watch. Right. Yep. I appreciate this girl. She reviews a lot of things and, and I appreciate her because she, she buys it from her own money. She's not on anybody's PR list. So, you know, you're getting an unbiased opinion, yep. you know, about things, but I, I really, really do go when, when I'm trying something new, I I'm, I'm a stickler with the products and makeup and skincare that I use. But when I want to try something new, you'll see me, I don't read the, because there's, you can hire bots now to leave like positive reviews on everything <laughs> exactly. that you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, you'll see me on YouTube trying to find, or TikTok now, if you don't want to go through a lengthy video, right? Yeah. Cause I feel like TikTok is, it's like a three, three to one minute version of uh, somebody doing a 15 minute sit down video. But as a YouTuber, I like supporting my fellow YouTubers myself too. So I go to, to your normal YouTube reviews to find out, you know, what to think about it. And you yeah. hear a lot of them will tell you they're overpriced for what they're selling you. And then it's like, if they make it, if they make it cheaper enough to be like drugstore common, then nobody's going to buy it either. Exactly. So the, I also feel like the celebrities are stuck in a weird position where it's like, if you see it at a Walgreens next to the wet and wild, like you're not going to buy that. <laughs> you know 100%. what I mean? I have a good friend uh, from Florida that I've just, I've kept in touch with. Her name is Nadia. And she, this, she was always into like skincare and different things like that. And she finally, over the last couple of years, started her own company. I'm going to shout her out. Uh, it's feel, feel Good Beauty. That's the uh, Instagram handle. And she does 
phenomenal work. I mean, she, I, I see her Respect. get like certif certification after certification. She's doing all this stuff. She is my go-to for like skincare. I tell her, all right, so, you know, the winter's coming up. I get my skin gets dry. What do I need? She's like, boom, this is yeah. the best thing for you. This is a little expensive. This is not expensive. Like she doesn't tell me like, but there's certain me the, the, things that are worth the money. Product. Yes. Right. There are certain things that are worth putting the money into, and there are certain things that I will tell you, like a daytime SPF moisturizer, go with this. But like your nighttime, the one that your skin's gonna, like, yeah, yeah. I, I shout out to your friend because that yeah. the certifications and the dedication that it takes to become an expert in these kind of yeah. things is crazy. And then the people that tell you they're experts, like I don't know if you ever saw the the whole mess with Kylie Jenner where yeah. she posted a picture of herself and she was like, I'm in the lab testing new products. And the picture was just her with like looking all glammed up and everybody <laughs> went crazy in the comments because they were like, if you're a makeup lab, you're wearing a hairnet, you're wearing gloves. You're wearing like, there's no way you look like this. And she had to come out and say that was a stage photo, obviously, because everybody was like, what are you doing? Like, that's not yeah. what, a, what, a, what a skincare like lab looks like. So yeah. it's just funny because that's, the experts and even the experts are putting an image out there that will make me go, well, I'm not buying your product. Yeah. Did you ever see that uh, YouTuber that sold the lipsticks that came with like hairs and stuff? In it? What the hell? <laughs> she was a very big Jacqueline, Jacqueline wow. Hill. She's a very big oh, makeup. I remember she that started name. as a makeup reviewer. Yeah. And then she came out with a line of lipsticks and these lipsticks were like, look it up. You'll be entertained. They were a mess. People were like getting, they had like hairs that were cracked. They look like what? they've been sitting there for like a year and then she just now sold them or something yeah i and they were like 27 bucks a lipstick what the hell i see i wouldn't even know like if that's like expensive or if that's like cheap for i would it's expensive yeah what's like yeah. the average price for like lipstick for example i i pay well i only like to use a certain brand so i paid about 12 bucks for lipstick okay. and that's still expensive like if you go to like like i said drugstore lipstick a lot of people yeah. are not too picky because it kind of rubs off so you have to keep retouching it right yeah. um so i have my day i have my day lipsticks and that's like seven bucks right and then i have yeah. special occasion going out kind of lipstick that's when it gets into the tens and twenties yes yeah but if i'm just I sitting here making youtube videos i'm not gonna use my like I said, I like, I'm a big Dior skincare and makeup. Yeah. I love their makeup and skincare routine. So that is for like special occasion. But if I'm sitting here making a video, you'll see me use like cover girl, things like that, because <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, I've had like, like cousins and things like that, like people like that, like who will like fiend over the Kylie Jenner stuff. Like, mm -hmm. oh my God, they just dropped. I have to go buy it right now. I hated it. And it's like overpriced. And I will never forget, like I stopped listening to anything Kylie Jenner says. I don't know if it was on an episode of the Kardashians or what it was on, but she's, she started filming and she's like, oh, I just woke up. And she was full glammed, full hair yeah. and makeup. And she's like, I just woke up. This is me like natural in the morning. I'm like, bullshit. Like no Did way. Like you got eyeliner on. You didn't wake up like that. Get out of here. Actually, okay. Okay. Now the hair should have been the giveaway. Yeah. But sometimes I'll put on a full face of makeup when I'm doing like my wash alongs or when I yeah. do the podcast at night and I'll fall asleep right after and forget to take it off. And the next morning <laughs> I wake up kind of glam, but you can still tell I just woke up. Like it doesn't look like yeah. it did the night before. Right. No, like, for, don't, like do not go to sleep with your makeup on ladies that, that are listening to this. That's a big everybody knows that's a big no, no. My sister yells at me all the time because I do it a lot and it never really yeah. affects my skin. So she thinks I'm lucky. But do you ever see? 
the the one time that she tweeted out. Kylie Jenner tweeted out, I just tried cereal with milk for the first time. And like what? everybody was like, we seen you eat cereal with milk on the show. <laughs> like <ten> <laughs> yeah. they were so full of it, man. <laughs> I feel like she just she's one she's like the like the one family member that just couldn't find her her niche. So they, they like made it for her. Like, what do you like to do? She's like, I do my makeup and I like to just like you know walk around. And she's like, All right. You're gonna have a billion dollar empire of makeup. We're gonna do it right now for you. you have to I, I give her, meeting. yeah, I give her a little bit of props on that. Oh, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like it's incredible. But think about it. This whole the lip kit started as also a lie because she was trying to tell you that her lips looked that way because she was using the lip kit and then she had to come out and admit that she had gotten fillers. So yeah. it was like, no, no, there's no lip kit that's gonna make your lips look. Like you can make it look bigger, but not plump. Yeah. Like watch her lips. Look exactly. Like, you know, I always like Kendall. I feel like Kendall stays away from the drama. She's my she, favorite she one. She does her thing. Yeah, me too. And she looks again. I told you, I used to uh, because of the time I grew up, I idolized the ninety supermodel, and I really yeah. do think that Kendall looks like an old school supermodel. One hundred percent. I think that's yes. why <laughs> I like her. Like I think she's just very like she's like natural, authentic, but she's just like like. She's not like she's all glammed up and stuff like how they do it, but it's a different. She's a classic because she's remained as far as I know them more natural out of, out of all of them. Yeah, uh, body wise, you know her body looks normal, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not normal, but you know what I mean. Like there's not, no, of course, you know, not all these curves, no crazy augmentations implant. anywhere, anything. She looks like your old school supermodel, and I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely, and. I don't know. She's she's my favorite. She's always been my favorite out of out of all the Me Kardashians. Too. We have to do a show where it's like rating each Kardashian. <laughs> oh my god! Like a ranking. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. I would yeah. love that. We might need to bring in a guest because we already know who both of us will pick as the number one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're both Team Kendall. <laughs> we might have to get Jimmy on here. Jimmy, I would love to hear Jimmy's takes on the. Kardashians. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. We gotta or talk Sean. him into Sean it. would be pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. Ranking the, oh, I love that. And we should do a ranking article. social media platforms too. Oh, listen, there's we have to write these down because there are yes. ideas for days <laughs> that uh we're gonna do them. So if you if you're watching right now, if you're in the chat, expect this. Or if you're watching later, soon. leave it in the comments too if you have any ideas too. Exactly, because I mean Every week is like a new thing for us, and we're just kind of going with whatever we find. So uh, let us know what we what you'd like to see next. Um, but this next article, where the hell did it go? All right, this <laughs> next article, I'm like, I had them on my screen and they disappeared. This next one uh, is actually kind of interesting because it's going to lead us into the next part of the show I want to get into. But Jamie Lee Curtis uh, has a big movie coming out this week. Uh, yes, Halloween oh ends. Halloween ends. I'm very, I, I love horror movies, but I love Me those too. movies in particular. Um, so on her media tour for this movie, she, I guess, spoke about the Freaky Friday movie that she did with Disney and Lindsay Lohan in like 2003. A classic. Classic. Uh, she <laughs> says she's always wanted to do a sequel to it and she's up for it. Now Lindsay Lohan has come out and said that she's also up for it and would love to do it. Now they just they have to get it approved by Disney and for that to happen. So first off, would you want to see a sequel to Freaky Friday? 
And then the second question to follow up is you kind of see what happens with sequels when they do them. Yeah. Like, is it something that they should continue doing for these classic style movies? All right. So <laughs> I maybe, maybe I would like to see a sequel. If if the studios are okay with working with Lindsay Lohan now, I don't know what, you know, I haven't followed up with her in a while. She just did honestly. a Christmas movie on Netflix. Did she? Yeah, it came out like last week. Good for her. Good for her. So, I, I you know, I, I, like, we were just talking about Halloween ends, and I love horror movies, and I'm going to sit there and watch Halloween, and I will continue to watch them as long as they make them. Same with Jason, same with Scream. But these movies have gone such downhill. Like Halloween has like four different routes that you can take yeah. story-wise because they've made so many of them. They're not sequels at this point. They're just a new version of the same story. Yeah. Sometimes it can be done, rarely it can be done right. But I have a big issue with remakes. I feel like today's generation is not original enough and they just keep remaking our movies and they're just making them worse. So yeah. I would take a sequel over a remake because like, I don't know what's going on and no shade. Yeah, that is shade on today's generation, but their creativity is just not there and they're just remaking movies that there was nothing wrong with them. We didn't need to remake them. We didn't, we didn't need to turn them from cartoon into live action. We didn't need to do any of that so it's like you know what i'll take a shitty sequel over another freaking remake i will yeah. tell you that how do you feel about that well first off to your point of what you just said and i know i know the exact reason why they keep doing this why they keep making shitty sequel remakes nostalgia if you that that's a big part of it but if you look at tiktok right tiktok uh is just people just remaking something that everybody else does. So yeah. you, you do something, it goes viral. I remake what you did to also go viral. And then someone remakes what I did to go viral. And it's just a snowball effect. That That's part of the secret like secret sauce to TikTok because I, I do a lot of research on TikTok to find that stuff out. Yeah, but they I, say, I like, don't times. be original. This is literally what people say. Like, don't make original content. Find what's right. tr trending and the top stuff and put your own spin on it. And I feel like that is yeah. what today's generation does with everything, not just TikTok, but like it's movies, it's TV shows, it's just everything. Clothing, I mean, everything. That's a, that's a really good point. Even even the <laughs> even the, the fashion, yeah, you're right. Like, I, I can't even remember what it was, but it was a couple of years back, but I remember seeing the sneakers and the sneaker community is going to come for me, but not for not knowing the name, but I owned them in middle school. The, the Nikes that said air on the side. Yeah. And then I remember seeing everybody wearing them now. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, when did those come back in? You know, like yeah. everything is, I will say though, like I'm a sucker for like, if I find a sound that I, or, or a TikTok that I like clicking on the sound and just seeing yeah. the different versions of it. Cause everybody does put their own spin to it and it, it can be funny. And then you're there for like 10 hours and you get no sleep. But yeah, I, I just, I, I see your point and, and, and you are absolutely right because everybody is doing everything for either the money, the profit or the views. That's, that's the kind of like, that's what we live on now. And nobody's just yeah. like saying, I'm going to sit down and write something original, <laughs> you know, like I just like, it's just, it's ruined a lot of movies that I just 
really cherish and that drives me crazy it's like a lot of times i don't go see them i wait for people to tell me because it's like i don't want something that i really really love to be like ruined for me so you know i I, would i like to see the sequel i don't know i i do maybe but they're just so much older it's gonna look so different (laughs) well let me ask you have you seen hocus pocus 2 no do you plan on seeing hocus pocus 2 were you a fan of those movies that movie? No, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the original in forever. But I, I've heard bad things about this one. No, I heard. I heard more good than bad. But okay. I, I saw it when it came out, and I, my initial reaction was I could have done without it. Like I didn't. I personally didn't need a sequel because right. it really wasn't a sequel. It was. They didn't follow the story from the first one. They kind of just created a new story with the same characters from the first one. Okay. So nothing was the same besides the characters. It was a completely different story. And it was just the three witches and the book that were the same. Like all the little kids and the the cat and all that stuff from the original were not included. It was a completely different. They modernized it. They made, they put different, you know, spins on it, but it wasn't. I hate, and I, I might get crap for this. I hate the movies that they try to be fully politically correct mm-hmm. for the publicity of being politically correct. Right, right. You know, like they try to check off all the boxes of everything of today's culture. And it just makes yeah. it like you're, like you're trying too hard and you ultimately change, you, you affect the nostalgia and the originality of the original story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They do that yeah, with a lot and of that's things. That's another too. thing. That's another thing with the remakes and the sequels. It's like today's culture is so different that some of these movies that they're trying to remake or sequel that you have to change yeah. a lot of things and you end up making, like you said, a complete different movie. Yeah. Or show or whatever, you know? And it's just like, like even as silly as it sounds, and I don't even want to get into that topic because that's a whole show, but like when they remade Dumbo, for example, I was so excited to go see it. And the movie, I liked it just for nostalgia factor, but the movie was so different than the cartoon version that I remembered. You know what I mean? I remember showing it to my mom on Disney Plus and my mom is like, this movie makes no sense. That's how I remember Dumbo to be. (laughs) Yeah. So it was just like, and, and yeah, you know, they had to like change a couple of things because they consider them, you know, controversial and, and all that. And it's just like, yeah, don't remake them then if you can't tell the same story. Yeah. And like speaking of, of like the nostalgia point of it all, like a lot of people have an issue with the nostalgia factor. And I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, I we kind of went this whole show without any wrestling references and I'm about to break that no, cycle. Wrestling, because, wrestling yeah. is the nostalgia, like. Yeah. So last night I went to Monday Night Raw in Brooklyn with my dad. Um, and I brought him because it was the 25th anniversary of D generation X, which was an iconic group. One of the biggest group, if not the biggest group of all time. Um, he was excited and he hadn't seen anybody in a long time. Like he doesn't keep up with wrestling like I do. So he sees everybody come out. He sees Shawn Michaels and road dog. And he looks at me and goes, I feel so old. Yeah. <laughs> like seeing them. He's like, I could have done without seeing them and just kept to the idea of what I remember them as. And I'm like, that yeah. is such a good point. Cause that's a big 
thing today with nostalgia. Like that's the flaw of nostalgia for a lot of people. Oh, I will tell you one thing. Um, one of my favorite, no, not one, my favorite TV show of all time inspire a lot of things that I ended up doing in my life. My love for shoes, me moving to New York City. It was sex and the city. I love that show. Same with I my sister. everything about it. I was watching it in college and I was like, I'm going to go live in New York, buy designer shoes and damn it, I did it. <laughs> and then I have not even touched whatever it is that came out now because not only is it not right because there's not one of the main characters is not even there, but it's not, it's not never going to be the same show. Sex and the City came out at such a different time where certain yeah. topics could be discussed. Now you can't yeah. do that. And I do not want to see these ladies that I remember wanting to be like then where I'm at now. Like they're like in their 50s now. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm somebody, older. I'm all older. Of my, all of, yeah, all of my friends are like, I'm sorry, you're the biggest like Sex and the City fan that there is and you haven't seen just like that. And I'm like, and I'm not planning on it. I just saw them recording a new season and I'm like, why? Like, let it rest. Even the second movie, in my opinion, was a mistake, but I still gave it a, a, a pass because they ended up celebrating Samantha's 50th. And that's when I was like, okay, that's it. This is a great way to wrap it up. I don't need to know what happened to them. I will, I will imagine it in my brain. And I hate the fact that they have these women at the age. And I'm not saying, like, be yourself yeah. at whatever age. Like, good girl empowerment. But I don't need to see it because I idolize. Like, I, this show was my entire life. And when they were like, oh, they're, they're like, bringing it back. And I'm like, please don't. Like, yep. no. And another I, show, that's, they changed the story. They changed the storyline. I know, and they killed Mr. Big. <laughs> Sorry for the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but, um, my sister and my mom yeah. were, are, are obsessed with sex and oh, my sister did the same it thing was the best show ever my sister yep. la last year year before she's like 25 26 she moved to the city she wanted to live her carrie bradshaw life yes and, uh, everybody does like you know, I, I, the weekend i, I moved it. to new york the first place i went to this is a true story was carrie bradshaw's apartment where wow. very cr cranky people live there now and they even have a shame because all of these girls want to go in there and take pictures yeah. in the carry steps so i'm like they should have a freaking fan of the show should have bought the apartment so we can at least get a good picture in there but that's literally the first place that i went to when i moved to new that's york because i was such a yeah like yeah i yeah. get it but i see i love sarah jessica parker and she's scary i if i probably saw her walking down the street in new york because you know she lives there like a lot of yeah. people see and her. when they're filming too, probably out in the open yeah, I would probably scream out Carrie instead of her actual name. Like, that's, that's how she is to me. But seeing her now or seeing some of the clips that I see from just like that, I'm like, no, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I will not have my favorite show ruined by this. So I refuse to watch it. And I am, again, one of the biggest. Like, you, we can play Sex and the City trivia, and I will probably get it perfect, <laughs> but I refuse to watch this. Yeah, and she was also in Hocus Pocus, too. So she's all, I guess, I know. now all I those uh, sequels and remakes and all that stuff. But... I don't know. I saw a couple episodes of that show. I never, I never watched Sex in the City. I was never a fan of it. But when the new, what is it? Just like that is, it, is that's the second. The new. Yeah, it's called Just Like That. Mm -hmm. It was all over TikTok. My family was obsessed with it. So like, I, I would sit and watch a few episodes with them because they're like, you have to watch it. It's so good. And I was like, this is like, I remember the idea of what Sex in the City was, and I'm like, this is not far it, from it. Far, far from it's it. It's basically like older women trying to fit in. Back to where you, they yeah. used to fit in. Yeah, exactly. So like the idea to already is like, makes everybody and, feel old. Like it's just not. 
And Sex and the City was such a groundbreaking show for women. I remember the critiques they used to get, like, this is a show about part of my language, whores, like, these women are, like, doing this and doing that instead of just, like, empowering single women in New York, you know? Yeah. But I remember how groundbreaking it was that there was, like, these four single women talking about their their adventures dating in New York, you know? And, and, and it's funny because the original show was written from the producers and the writers sitting down with real single women in New York and writing down their stories and picking out their best ones, you know? And that's, that's not what, and just like that is, it's not yeah. at all. Yeah, no, it's definitely, definitely was a different take. And, and the whole idea of nostalgia, like it sounds good, but like when it affects you, you're like, ah, oh, I feel like, you feel yeah. like you aged 20 years just what you know watching something like that or even listening it happens with music too you know i know or sometimes you make a reference bon and like somebody oh my god <laughs> now, you, now you feel old <laughs> yeah my my family like grew up in new jersey like everyone here loves bon jovi yeah and i saw a clip of him performing recently and i was like that's it, it was like like it wasn't even close to what he sounded like and i was like Dude, right off, turn that on. <laughs> right off into the sunset, and just enjoy it. What you have, you know, like, like don't, don't mess with it. There's some I, people like Bruce Springsteen who still got it, who will never lose it. Yeah, but there's yeah. some that just need to pack it in. It's time to go. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Eminem, and yeah. I remember. Uh, his daughter showing up in my recommended on Instagram. And when I click on her and I see a grown woman grown and I'm like, woman. what? Like, I'm like, I remember a little voice on some Eminem songs. Like I, I, I have those moments too. I, wrestling wise. I remember, I can't Dominic. remember which match it was. It might've been a WrestleMania 33 that it was at some point where Undertaker was like at one point, one of my favorite of all time. I think yeah. that our list of favorite wrestlers changes throughout as the, because wrestlers never stop and you just keep going, you know, but I remember just loving The Undertaker and wanting to see him. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need to see him live. I need to see him live. And I remember at one point thinking I, I need him to retire. <laughs> and that's <laughs> when I started feeling like like maybe the nostalgia was just hurting yeah. his career. Once I watched his documentary and learning that he just really wanted to go out on his on that high note on that match that he really the perfect match, you know, I get that. But I remember like like wanting to hear the gong and, and the entrance and all that and at some point feeling guilty for wanting that because yeah. i was like no i i, I need him to go <laughs> yeah. yeah nostalgia can can really do a number on on, on people and can oh. get them to that point too where they just like i don't know i i you hear a lot of stories with wrestling and i don't want to make this about wrestling but how they just keep looking for the pop and and that yeah. the the high that being around the crowd brings them so a lot of times it's also them not wanting to go away same with Over. i would imagine singers and actors and all that yeah. like you know yeah it's 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 a lot and i think that at a certain point like if i ever got to a point like that i would want like i would want someone close to me to be like hey it's time hanging out <laughs> yeah <laughs> Because you'll you'll never be able like it's very rare that you'll be able to make that decision for yourself, you know. You, yeah. For you to be like, all right, it's time. But yeah, regardless regardless of, of of what it is, I think that uh, nostalgia definitely plays a role. Um, but before we close out the show, I did want to ask because I we always talk about shows and movies and stuff like that. Any new shows that you're watching? Anything that uh, has tr triggered you in any way this week? Any like show or movie or 
something. Listen, I'm going to stay on brand and stick with my serial killer stuff. And if you watch Dammer on Netflix, they just came out with Confessions of Dammers, which is the tapes, the actual Confessions. Is that on Peacock? Netflix is the actual confessions and interviews. Oh, yeah, it's, it. it's him. It's Dammer in his own words. And you get a couple, it's more documentary style. Um, but if you really want to see what was through, what was not through in the show, and if you really want to hear from him, which would also creep you out with how much Evan Peters really stuck to it because the voice, I, he mastered that voice. But that's that's what I had time for watching this week. And we had a lot of wrestling, oh, so I kind of took Sunday and didn't watch anything. And it's the baseball playoffs. So right now, all of my focus are on the Yankees. Let's Yankees. go Yankees. But um, but yeah, if you if you guys enjoy the docu the 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 drama version of it, I would suggest go and watch the real story so you can see what a piece of crap this guy really was, and people stop idolizing this because I seen a lot of TikToks of girl going, "Oh my god, I feel so bad for them," and I'm like, "You what? need to go away." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's. A, oh yeah, my god. Really. Remind <laughs> me to send you. Remind me to send you the video that I saw people talking about that on YouTube. Oh man, that's that's. <laughs> I didn't know they came out with that. I got. I, I definitely. Oh, you need to watch it, it. You need to watch oh, it. And man. there's like, there's one called yeah. the tapes of Joe Gacy. Too. I think I talked about that. Yeah. That one last week is very, very good as well. So if you're into that, I don't know serial killer stuff that I like. To, I'm a dark person. <laughs> Peacock did something very yeah, but, similar, like the tapes of Jeffrey Dahmer or something like that. And I think it's like a two part yeah. documentary, or something like that. Um, but my guilty pleasure of a show that I, that I enjoy, I was never a fan of america's got talent or like american idol or anything like any yeah, of the talent shows yeah i am obsessed with the voice i can't even tell you i don't know why well i do know why <laughs> I, I i like the artists that they have on the on the panel like as of judges right this season it just started a few weeks ago i think we're like into the third or fourth week now um it's on mondays and tuesdays and they have blake shelton uh, John Legend, Gwen Stefani, and now they have uh, Camila Cabello on there. Um, oh, wow. A, I didn't know she had joined the cast. I haven't watched The Voice in a while. Last season, they had uh, the same people, but Ariana Grande was there instead of yeah. Camila. And then Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, there's always there like a the rotate. One. They like, rotate. I don't know. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, John won't Legend. Be but. Uh, oh, I mean. <laughs> I don't mean. Um, <laughs> So okay. it's just cool to see now because Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are married. So you see like the, yeah. the dynamic of them play, like they go at it with each other. And then Camila trying to like make a, a statement for herself. And I don't know what it is. It's very like, I, I get a, like I pop when I hear like, I'm expecting something. And then it's a completely different like version of a song. I yeah. like, and I'm like, Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Like, and then to see them like debate of like who they're going to, who's going to be their coach and all that stuff. I was never a fan of those shows. I don't know why this is intriguing me now, but The Voice yeah. season a million seven hundred thousand and five hundred at this point. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to I mention know. Survivor, but everybody knows I watch Survivor. We're in the new season. We're going on to episode four, and I think the challenge. I love the challenge. MTV the challenge, and they have a new season yeah. debuting this week, so that would also be a guilty pressure. But after the after the playoffs, right now let's go Yankees. Yeah, let me ask you a question. Did you uh, did you know that Jersey Shore is still on? Yeah. <laughs> like still I was never on? a fan. I was I was never a fan. I wasn't a fan of the original run and I'm not a fan of what they're doing now, which is just like what is it like Jersey Shore vacation where they just yeah. go to different places because they're not even allowed to film where they used to. No. I gave it a shot. 
and it just got to a point where I'm like, these are grown ass men and women who are like double my age. Yeah. Y'all need to chill out. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's Snoopy's like, falling over were... tables and they're fighting over wine and throwing shit at That's each other. That's what like... I'm saying. And like a lot of them have kids. The kids are never even mentioned. And I get you might want privacy, but it's like, yeah. where do they leave their kids the entire time that they're filming this? Like, like I wonder all of that because it's yeah. like, you're not like, you can't. I don't know. I guess they listen, whatever, whatever works for them. Right. Nostalgia. We were just talking about it, but I don't, I watched it for like a season or two. And then I was like, you yeah. guys are older than me at this point, And I don't even be. Happy like I have a question for her. So, and, and I think this is a good spot to, to, to end with. Yeah. I always think about it. Cause you just mentioned, what do they do with their kids? The, the, the craziness of me, I always think like, what do they what do celebrities do with their animals when they're always traveling? Like I know some of the Kardashians have like 10 dogs. What do they yeah. do when they're traveling and all that? I would not be able to leave my animals as much as they I do. know. I a lot of times people have told me because of you hear how Roman is. So a lot of people are like, Oh, you should get like a second one, maybe it'll help with his attention or like his clinginess. Yeah. But the reason why that what I adore about Roman and his size is like I, I try to take him anywhere with me. The only places right. that Roman doesn't go with me is if I'm going on a wrestling trip, and that's because I'm 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 going out to do interviews and doing media. Right. So I'm gone all day and I'm also not leaving him in a hotel room by himself. Yeah. So th th if it's like a work trip, then I don't take him with me. But everywhere that I travel, vacation or whatever, I can take him because he's just so little. So that's why I have a hard time saying I'm going to get another dog. However, I do know like people like Jeffree Star, for example, I think he has like eight Pomeranians right now. And he has like a whole wing of his house for the dogs. And he has like wow. an actual in-house person that lives wow. there that takes care of the dogs. So, you know, I I get that. And I think that's amazing that people treat their animals that way. But at the same time, it's like there's an attachment that I don't know that I could be away from them for that long. Like, I yeah. think I think the max that I can do without Roman is four days. And I'm already like, you hear me. I You can ask my friends at the wrestling event saying I miss my dog like yeah. 10 times in like a day. <laughs> I do it too. Like I get. Yeah, like I get you might have money to afford like a hotel or somebody can take care of them. But it's like, do you not miss them? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think next week's episode we should do a, a, a we should kind of talk about that too. Like, what do these celebrities do with their animals? See if you can find anything like that's crazy. I'm gonna, about, I'm gonna Google it. Like I'm like a Jeffrey Star thing. Like I'll look too. See if we can find like a crazy thing of like what celebrities do with their animals. And if you're listening when right now, they, do the same. Let us know. When Jeffrey Star bought like this castle looking home in in la like in Los, yeah. in california and they it's so it's such an exclusive neighborhood that everybody can name their house he named wow. his pulmonarian palace like that's how much this guy <laughs> loves his dog like it was that's hilarious funny. and if you i i i, I kind of like i go back and forth with jeffree star because he's controversial yeah. but his makeup is very good um we were talking about that earlier yeah, yeah. so i thought i'd plug that in um but yeah he he does love his dogs like he had an entire wing of the house for them he had like three dog cares for it like care for him and for them and i'm like oh my god like i mean yeah. good for him i still will take him everywhere though <laughs> He was on Logan Paul's uh, Impulsive podcast, and I and I watched yes. it, and I think he spoke about it too. Like, yeah, that's, this is insane. This guy is just. Yeah, he started as a MySpace like singer. <coughs> he went, he went bankrupt. Then he started the makeup world, and he is yep. like loaded from from his makeup stuff. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Now he has a yak farm. Yes, I didn't I, even know what a yak. I, I didn't even know what a yak was. 
and he makes money off that. I don't know what he does. Like he sells the meat or the fur. I don't know what yeah. he does, but he sells everything. Like insane. I didn't, I didn't even know what this animal was. I didn't realize how much money they made. But listen, and he's an entrepreneur. Shout, shout out to him. Yeah, I think he's living now in like Utah or somewhere like that. No, Wyoming. Wyoming, Wyoming. You're right, Wyoming. The same place that Kanye has a has a property as well. I wonder if they have like a tax break like they do here in Puerto Rico. That's why That's Logan exactly what it is here because you don't got to pay taxes. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's something with the taxes. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think next week definitely something cool we can we can discuss what do celebrities do. Are there any funky stories out there about that? But uh, Issa, it's been uh, a pleasure talking again today. Always, always fun time. This hour that we yeah. get every Tuesday, 3 p.m. talking all craziness Pop in the world. Culture. We, yep. we always bring it back to wrestling, but it's good to just talk about non-wrestling things yeah. for a little while. <laughs> Listen, there are things from wrestling that are pop culture. So it's, it's, yes. it's, we can definitely add it in when we need to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for everybody listening or, or watching right now, uh, appreciate you always. I see we got some comments in the chat. Uh, East has got some fans I could see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Isa, it's been a been a pleasure, and glad to do this again another week. And we'll see everybody back next week. Tuesday, bye. See ya. R e s p e c t. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.